0: And welcome to the Actually Autistic Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Anstad, and today I'm going to talk about what it means to be a late-diagnosed autistic. Since autism has been wrongly framed as childhood male disorder, many adult female and some non-binary and male autistics have no idea that they are a part of the community that shares their neurotype. I didn't know I was autistic until I was 57, Then when I found autistic online communities, I met thousands of people that were like me in ways that I could never have imagined. After spending 57 years thinking I was completely unique in every facet of my existence, to suddenly find others who hated fluorescent lights, who were direct but kind in their words, and who were able to learn about a subject in a matter of days or hours, who got fired over and over for being too good at their jobs, but not good enough at fitting in to some weird, holistic work culture. The list goes on and on. To be clear, autistics are a very diverse group. And so it's very rare that my list of autistic traits will match up perfectly with someone else's. But for someone whose traits never seem to match up with anyone, well, that took some time to process. That process is a kind of life review, and it's common for newly aware autistics. It can last a while, especially if you have a few decades to review. Every memory, every object in my home, every interaction triggered a moment of, Oh. It's an exhausting process, and often a sad one. There are so many things I would have done differently. I would not have subjected myself to a great many things in the mistaken impression that it would be different this time that if only i wore the right clothes or had the right skills that i would finally fit into some corporate environment and that's just one example there were other positive revelations and it also helped me to understand my family members many of which i suspect are undiagnosed autistics this life review process was very intense because there was no rest from it my brain kept helpfully fetching more and more memories for me to process but after three months, for me, it abated a bit. It can take years. There's no benchmark because, of course, it's never been studied. And now, even three years later, once in a while, an unprocessed memory will pop up and I'll say, oh. So this, this is a big reason why I made this podcast, because I was going through that process of all these life memories coming up and again it can take years and years and i have spoken to late diagnosed autistics who they diagnosed 10 years ago and they're still working through it there is no right time frame to be working through it but i do think that it is most intense I do think it's more intense right after you figure out that you're autistic. And the whole diagnosis process, it's a whole other topic for another day. But I will just say right now that self-diagnosis for being autistic is completely legitimate. And it's really where you have to start, regardless of where you end up in terms of identifying as an autistic person, most people have to have that little question in their minds of, gosh, I think I could be autistic before they seek a diagnosis out. It doesn't happen that way for everybody. Some people get told by somebody, and a lot of people find out that they're autistic because their child is diagnosed as autistic. Anyway, again, that's a whole other subject for another day. There's also, you know, an issue that Autism is seen as largely a childhood disease. And that leads to a lot of misunderstanding, I think, particularly for parents who think that autism is something that needs to be cured in their child for their child to be functional. They don't realize that millions of us autistics became adults without any kind of special intervention now you know believe me i would have benefited greatly by having people who understood me as i was growing up by not being subjected to bullies and all other horrible situations that happen to autistics in public school and in work situations and as i noted earlier there are a whole bunch of decisions that i would have made differently had I known that I was autistic from an earlier age. But so much of the discussion around autism neglects the fact that autistics, like allistics, go through developmental changes as we mature. Many of the traits common to autistic children change or don't look the same or may disappear entirely, which is why Autism identification tools designed for children rarely work when used on an adult. Now, adult autistics, just like allistics, go through puberty and become adults. We learn assorted skills and then go on to have adult lives and adult motivations. But obviously, we are still the same people, and we still remember, to some degree, depending on the individual, our own childhoods. I suspect that often when people say, but you don't look autistic, what they mean is that you don't present as a child. Adult autistics, like anyone else, may or may not have a career. They may or may not marry or have children. But we do know that many autistics become parents because autism is heredity. But we do know that many autistics become parents because autism is hereditary, and if autistics didn't have children, then there wouldn't be any more autistics. The autistic children of today are the adult autistics of tomorrow. If you want to know what challenges your child will face as an adult autistic, then the best thing to do is to talk to adult autistics about the challenges that they face right now. So here's my comforting words of the day, especially if you are a late diagnosed autistic. Hold on. It, it will get better. It will ease up. I promise you. And, you know, as the stuff comes up, as these memories and realizations come up, just remember, you don't have to analyze them you can just go oh wow there's another one there's another one there's another one and tie a balloon to it let it float away make it into a paper boat and put it on the a river in your mind you will get more and more of these and it's okay it's okay now, here is your joke of the day. To be clear, I do not write these. I stole them fair and square from anonymous lists on the internet. Why can't you explain puns to kleptomaniacs? They always take things literally. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out with me on this mini episode of the Actually Autistic Podcast. If you are interested in hearing more of my content and like Shakespeare, then you are in luck. I have two podcasts, one called There Will Be Body and another one called The Twelfth Night Podcast by Rose City Shakespeare. I wrote a book called A Midsummer Night's Dream Illustrated Handbook and Encyclopedia, and I'm also on the role-playing game podcast called Shattered Worlds RPG. I'll be back tomorrow. Thank you for being actually autistic.